Welcome back to the podcast, Ramiumptum Ruminations. My name is Scott, and I'm the host. Today's episode is called Why Is There Evil? Thanks for coming back to listen to another episode. I'm excited to jump into this discussion. I've got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that I'd like to cover in the in the episode. But before I get to that, it's been a minute since I've done the shameless self plug. So here we go. I'll try and get it over with as quickly as I can. If this content is something that you enjoy, please consider becoming a monthly recurring donor to the podcast by going to ramiumptumruminations.org and hitting that donate button on the side. You can donate whatever you want, a dollar a month, $2, $3. You can do a one-time donation, whatever feels right to you. If that's something that you're not financially able to do, that's totally fine. There are other ways that you can help. You can pass the podcast along to your family, to your friends, share it with people, help me build a bigger audience. And you can also leave five-star reviews if if you want to leave a lower rating, um, you don't need to rate the podcast. That's fine. You can just you know rate other podcasts. Um, if you don't like it, don't leave a rating. <laughs> rate it whatever you like. I got my first two one star ratings, and I got a four star rating. But other than that, everybody's given me five. So to to the two of you out there that gave me one star reviews, I hope that you found a podcast you enjoy. Anyway. <laughs> please like the like the episodes, share them with your friends. Um, and if, as I said, if you're financially able, please consider becoming a monthly recurring donor to the podcast. It's been two months. I had originally planned a very uh, smooth transition from discussing Satan and the devil and the theology around him. And then from there, transitioning smoothly into the problem of evil, because uh, those concepts are really closely aligned. But, you know, life happens and things don't go as as <laughs> as you plan sometimes. And here we are two months later and I'm finally getting to these episodes. So I don't really have a smooth transition from what I was discussing previous to this. But uh, here we are. For this episode, I'm going to do a brief introduction to the problem of evil and talking a little a little bit about theodicies and next week, I want to discuss some of Joseph Smith's responses to the problem of evil, and then some talks from General Conference that also address this problem, just so that we can kind of understand what, what the church in the past has said about it and what the church is saying about it today, and if they're adding to the conversation or not. When speaking about the Judeo-Christian God, the three attributes that are typically ascribed to to deity are omnipotent, omniscient, and omnibenevolent. And what those words mean, if you're not familiar with them, it's um, omniscient is all-knowing, omnipotent is all-powerful, omnibenevolent is all-good or all-loving. As an active believing member of the LDS Church, 
I often, in my mind, would ascribe all three of these attributes to God without blinking an eye. But there are some significant contradictions. If these three things are all true, then it butts up against the existence of evil. And this is typically what is referred to as the problem of evil. If God is all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-loving, then why does evil exist? This problem of evil is significant because it has pretty big implications on deity and on belief. It's so big, in fact, that there's a whole branch of philosophy or philosophical ideas dedicated to responses to the problem of evil. And these are called theodicies. A theodicy is a philosophical response to the problem of evil. The term was coined by a German philosopher uh, named Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz. He was a late 17th century German philosopher. And he coined the term theodicy. Digging deeper into this subject, it's fascinating to learn that there are actually theodicies within the Book of Mormon and within some of the rhetoric of the LDS Church. Whenever the writer, whoever you want to, to say wrote the Book of Mormon or, or whoever the speaker is, whenever they're grappling with this problem of evil, they're presenting theodicies. So what, are, what is this problem specifically? If God is all-knowing, all-powerful, and all-good... If God is all-knowing, that would mean he, he would then know when evil would happen in the future and what things today would cause this evil in the future to happen. He would know all of that. If he is all-powerful, then he has the power to stop whatever the evil is. And then if he's all-benevolent, all-loving, he would want to stop all the evil in the world or prevent all evil from happening. So the problem with this is that evil exists in the world that we live in. And if those attributes are true about deity, then it creates an inconsistent, illogical inconsistency of the understanding of the world around us for a theist. An atheist will typically look at this subject and say, look, here is absolute proof that God doesn't exist because evil exists and he's not stopping it. A theist, when confronted with this, typically comes at it by removing or reducing these omni-attributes. Perhaps God is, is all-powerful and all-loving, but not all-knowing. Or maybe he's all-knowing, but not all-powerful. You see the, the concession there? If all three of them are true, it creates a significant problem. If God is limited in one or all of them, then it doesn't pose quite so much of a problem. Maybe God isn't powerful enough or isn't loving enough to want to stop evil from happening. As I said a minute ago, the anytime someone is presenting a defense of God or trying to rationalize this problem of evil, it's typically referred to as a theodicy. That term was coined in the late 17th century, but people have been doing that for a long time. As we discussed the book of Job a number of episodes back when we were talking about Satan and the, the um, progression of the theology around Satan, the book of Job can be looked at as a theodicy, trying to understand 
why is there evil in the world? Why is God punishing or why is God trying his children? Why would Job lose his family and lose everything he owns? How could a loving God do such a thing? How could a how can good things happen to bad people and how can bad things happen to good people? So we discussed some of those things, some of those subjects in previous episodes. I didn't while while not looking at them exactly through the the lens of theodicies and the problem of evil, we did discuss Job um, a little bit more at length in, in some previous discussions. And so I'm not going to talk about that. I do want to go, I want to talk about something that's called the free will defense. And this will sound familiar to to students of the Book of Mormon, because this same concept is in the Book of Mormon, this exact theodicy with its own spin. And, and I'll, dis- I'll discuss more in depth what the Book of Mormon has to say about theodicy uh, next week. A bit of what I'm going to say here comes from a book called Evil and the God of Love um, by John Hick. He, in this book, he discusses Augustinian, um, the Augustinian theodicy, and um, just and so I'll, I'll throw that in the show notes as well for you. Augustine of Hippo was a is a Catholic saint. He was born in 354 CE and passed away in 430 CE. Saint Augustine of Hippo was a bishop in northern Africa. He's a saint and philosopher. Interestingly, so he was born to a Christian mother. But in his youth, he converted to an interesting religion, a religious movement called Manichaeism. It was kind of a combination of Christianity, Gnosticism, and had some pagan elements. It had a dramatically different view of good and evil that than Christianity did at the time. Anyway, um, he later converted to Christianity and... He's most known for writing a couple of books. The books that he wrote are called The City of God and Confessions. I want to read a quote from St. Augustine from his uh, book, Confessions. Within Confessions, it's book 7, chapter 24. In this, in this section, he's, he's um, exploring ideas of good and evil and where good and evil come from. And this is what he says. And I inquired what iniquity was and found it to be substance, but the perversion of will turned aside from thee, O God, the supreme towards the lower things, and casting out its bowels, and puffed up outwardly. He later also says, evil has no positive nature, but the loss of good has received the name evil. This this theodicy is more commonly known within the LDS culture or LDS uh, theology as agency or free will. It is the idea that because God has given humans free will, evil exists. And this evil exists because it is a perversion of that free will. It is man turning away from God and making bad choices. And that's why evil exists in the world. At least according to this theodicy. That will sound very familiar to readers of the Book of Mormon. There is a problem with this, though. Now, does this freedom to do evil respond adequately to the problem of evil? I think on further inspections, further inspection, it is still very complicated. But for some people, this is 
valid response, and it makes a lot of sense. A number of episodes back, I can't remember the number off the top of my head, but I had uh, Bill Reel on the show, and we discussed free will and whether or not it actually exists. As we went deeper into the discussion, it's apparent that if it does exist at all, it is very, very limited. Bill and I came to different conclusions on the subject, but we had a great discussion uh, where he saw that there was no space for any free will, period. That view is typically referred to as determinism. Where I land on this, this existence of free will debate is called soft determinism. Many aspects of our lives are outside of our realm of control. But there are some decisions that we do make for ourselves. In order for this sort of an argument of free will to hold any water, I think a theist would also have to prove that free will does in fact exist. And that doesn't seem to line up well with the reality that we live in. I do have another complaint, or there is another um, criticism of this free will uh, response to the problem of evil, but I'll discuss that more in depth when we cover what the Book of Mormon has to say about the problem of evil, without spoiling too much of what we'll discuss next week. The, the Book of Mormon makes the claim that God allows evil so that he can judge sinners. And if he didn't allow these evil things to happen, he wouldn't have anything to judge them by. But we'll discuss that next week. There still is more to this problem of evil. When discussing evil, um, there are many types of evils. To broaden the subject, let's say uh, the problem of suffering instead of the problem of evil. This problem of suffering is that there are so many natural things in this world that happen that if God is all-knowing, all-powerful, all-benevolent, a theist would assume that God would prevent or stop those things from happening. Examples of this are global pandemics, diseases, floods, natural disasters, any of these things that happen to the world around us that aren't directly attributed to the agency of another human being. Now, while this latter one isn't a direct logical contradiction, it does seem kind of obscene when, when someone would attribute God as being all-loving and all-powerful. The suffering that exists in this world, I could list off many, many different things. You know, Think of your own life and the worst thing that happened to you that did not come from the direct agency of another person. I'm talking natural disasters, diseases, just really bad luck, and how greatly this thing affected you. If God were all-loving, omnibenevolent, and all-powerful, omnipotent, and all-knowing, omniscient, that he knew this thing was going to happen, he knew he was able to stop this thing from happening, and he loved you completely. And yet, it still happened. You still had to suffer through that thing. That really bad thing happened to you. Within, within the theology of the church, we are told that these things happen 
for a reason, for some greater purpose that we cannot know right now. Is it plausible to think that God could have created a world where the natural laws didn't necessitate this type of suffering? A world that didn't include pandemics or natural disasters that killed people? If, if he were all-powerful and all-loving, couldn't he have done that? This is one of those concepts that's not, not really discussed within the halls of the church, at least when I was an active believing member attending weekly. This problem of evil, this idea, was hinted at very, very occasionally, but never presented in a way to fully grasp why this problem is so big. I would say that the problem of evil is a problem that every theist needs to grapple with if they want to fully understand God. I, I had a commenter and I, I looked for it, but I couldn't find the specific comment, but this was from maybe a year ago and I was discussing a very similar subject and I, I briefly mentioned the problem of evil and this listener described God as being maximally loving and maximally powerful and maximally all-knowing. This person was saying that God was as powerful as he can be and as loving as he can be and as knowing as he can be. This is a concession. This is a person maintaining their belief in God, recognizing that evil exists in the world, and then placing limitations on God in order to make God fit into the world around them. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's, I think that's something that, that a lot of theists do when confronted with this problem. So next week, I do want to discuss some of the Book of Mormon responses to the problem of evil. We'll, we'll touch briefly on some of the subjects that we've discussed today and then expand upon them. And then I do have a couple of talks from General Conference that briefly touch on this subject. We'll examine exactly how the church is responding to this problem of evil today. Thank you so much for listening today. This is a huge tough, this The subject of evil, the problem of evil and suffering in this world is something that's talked about extensively by so many faiths. And there are so many different um, philosophies and responses to the problem of evil. In my 20 minute discussions, I don't cover everything. So if I miss something, if I missed your favorite part, your favorite uh, theologian that talked about this, reach out in the comments, let me know. And, uh, and we can further dis the discussion that way. As I said at the outset, if this podcast is something you enjoy, please consider becoming a monthly recurring donor. Anything you can contribute is greatly appreciated. It is a new year. This uh, episode will release on the 2nd of January in 2023. Wherever you find yourself out there, working on some last-minute changes to your New Year's resolutions, I hope you have an excellent day. <laughs>